This is the Freeology Podcast. We are your hosts, Chuck Swinson. And I'm Jason Lyle. The Freeology Podcast is about encouraging critical thinking that leads to positive change. So come along with us on a journey as we strive to become better versions of ourselves. Hey everybody, welcome back to Freeology on the Air. I'm here this morning with my good friend Chuck Swinson. Hello. And we're fresh out of the cold water. Oh yeah, I still feel it. <laughs> <laughs> the the ice bath was uh, forty six this 46 morning. Forty six degrees. Yeah, forty six. Called us since uh, last time we was up in the the Highlands. Yeah, that I've been in, and I felt it this morning. My arms had a uh, sensation of. Wow, this is tingly and numbing. <laughs> <laughs> so good, though. It is. So yep. good, man. That's I love so the good. after effect. Right now, I am uh, that cold feeling. Cold and, and a, a bit of a almost a calmness, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Franklin, I love what Franklin says. He says, every time I get in that ice tub in the morning, he said, I think nothing can bother me today. <laughs> it's like I've, I've gotten this part over with. I can conquer anything That's from right. here. Yeah. I love that feeling. Well, uh, today on Freeology on Air, we're going to talk about the spiritual life a little bit and uh, the connection of the spiritual life to our everyday life. And we talked a little bit, I think last week was intention, wasn't it? That's the, correct. The last one recorded was intention. And so, Chuck, I grew up in church, um, in a Baptist church, to be fair, because we sat with an Episcopalian friend last night, and the Episcopalian <laughs> church teaches things a lot different than right. what we grew up in. So I should stick with what I know, which is Baptist. And our spiritual practice was prayer, um, which in prayer, the way it was taught to me was you ask God for things, but then at some point you say, but God, if that's not what you want me to have, I want you to give me what you want me to have. So that was kind of the way I was taught prayer. Um, and we, strangely enough, were never encouraged to use the Lord's prayer, which is the way that Jesus taught us to pray. Now that I think about it, it's kind of strange. Bible study was a huge one. Our right. Episcopalian friend last night said in pub theology said, I'm always just amazed at how good the Baptists know the Bible, <laughs> but, but we were taught that right? right. Father, son, Holy spirit, Bible. Yeah. We even had a pledge to the Bible. I pledge allegiance yes, to, to the, the Bible, Bible, God's holy word. Yeah. Those were the only two things. Going to church, you know, in in evangelism, you know, propagating our belief system um, was our spiritual discipline, or was my spiritual discipline. And the, all of those things, I guess, are okay in a context. But I don't know that I ever. I, I mean, I guess there were times when I felt the presence of God in in different moments during that, because maybe that was just the medium that I had to operate under. Right. But nothing like what I can find now through practices of meditation and yoga and even the cold water. And, you know, me and you're out there on the porch laughing and cutting up. But usually I'm by myself. I'm solitary. And my brain cuts all the way off. Yeah. Um, so I just want to talk for just a minute with folks about the importance of a spiritual practice and a spiritual practice specifically that you use to connect you to something higher. Right. So what's your experience been with that? You know, even as you talk about that growing up, uh, you know, the thing about uh, church and, or should I say the spiritual part of our life was more doing, 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 mm -hmm. you know, and the more you did, the more spiritual you were, you know, and I always think back to, 
I always loved the movie uh, Fiddler on the Roof. Mm. You know, and as like Rectavia as living life, his every day, everything he did, every part of it, not always right, mm-hmm. but embraced the spiritual concept that there was a higher power that he looked towards, that he that he tried to understand how life interacted that way. But in our world, it is just do, do, do. It's, it's almost like in order to be a part of it, you have to do versus it's just a part, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and then... You know, we've talked about the difference of the prayers, you know, taking out the Santa Claus list mm-hmm. and putting in that, that time of meditation where, and I, I think it's somewhere in scriptures and Psalms somewhere where it says, you know, just be still, mm-hmm. be still and know that I am God, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we are not taught that this day and age to be still, to meditate, to let all things go mm-hmm. so that you can truly connect with something that's higher higher than you are and submit to the fact that it, it, it isn't your thoughts that's going to solve the world's problems mm-hmm. that it's truly got to come from something higher. Not that we're going to solve the world's problems, but your problems, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that, you know, in the recovery world, you know, as we're teaching these guys and even teaching ourselves mm-hmm. the essence of the, the power of that, of just sitting back and go, this is bigger than me. Mm-hmm. And the only way to get past these issues, these problems that we all have is just be still, mm-hmm. be still and connect. And which is really submission, right? It in, is. In a, in a lot of ways. So I wrote a, a couple things down there. You said it's just a part. That's very true. It, it's like we have a body, we have a mind, and we have a spirit. And there's, there, you know, so many other religions believe that. There's other spiritual, almost anybody who is in a, that I know of that is in a, a spiritual practice or in that vein of understanding spirituality would go, yeah, we're made out of three parts. We have a body, we have a mind and we have a soul and we, and you know, we know about our mind. We, you and I were just having this conversation, mental health epidemic in America, our bodies, you know, are growing or shrinking based off of our food choices. We know that it, our body responds, but what are we doing with our spirits? Right. What right. are we doing this spiritual life? And I think that what I was taught in church was a way to harness that spiritual life. I've thought about that a lot. Mm. Um, this is how it works. I with a capital T, I being God, I T it, this is how that works. If you do this, God will do that. Right. Read your Bible. They were following God, and so they murdered every man, woman, and child because God told them to. There's this element of, well, yeah, that's a terrible atrocity, but they just trusted the Lord. So, And then look what God did. He gave them the land flowing with milk and honey, right? right? So we've been, or I have been taught, if I do certain things, then God is obligated is the way that I was understood it. God is obligated to in turn do things for me. But the spiritual life is about releasing any sort of attachment to any idea about what God may or may not be and saying, I will just sit with the present moment as it really is. Because I think one of the things that that we struggle with as humans is not being able to sit with reality. Right. What is real? What is right here in front of me right now? The decisions I have made, the circumstances I am in, the trauma that I have endured, the the terrible outcomes of my own decisions, sitting with that right. and going, this is, this is my reality. Yeah. And then inviting 
into that space, the divine, the yeah. higher power, yeah. and saying, higher power, I just want to sit here with it and, yeah. and be with that. And I think that's where this relationship with the divine starts to come in. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, um, you know, once again, it's our lives in America are so busy, so fast paced, trying to keep up with things, you know, and almost COVID, you know, almost brought in a reset to slowing us down. Mm -hmm. But now that we're out of COVID, it's all of a sudden, man, the pace has picked back up. I think about this. I think about air travel, you Mm -hmm. know, we're coming up to the holidays and, if you ever go to, a lot of us have, to the airport during the holiday, it is a nightmare. It is a nightmare mm-hmm. you know? And I just think about how, how quickly we move away from the acknowledgement of truly you know, that we're created beings, that we need that interconnection you know, with our creator you know, and taking time for that. But life pushes us so fast that even whenever we had that moment to get ourselves back to it, the minute the green flag is almost like in a race, the, the caution flag came out. It's like, hey, we got to reset the field. Mm-hmm. All right, there's been a tragedy to reset the field. But now the green flag has come back down, and, man, the rat race of life is back on. And once again, you know, you just take a look at America, and we take a look at um, the things that we're walking through. And we were talking about this before we started recording, you know, just in general how – Inside the homes of America, we don't teach our children to stop, slow down, yeah, and to think mm-hmm. and to connect, you know, and understand that in that connection time is a time of submission to the fact that there's something higher than myself that we ought to explore, that we ought to connect with, and then live life according to it. Yeah. It's larger than me. It's larger than my family. It it's is. larger than my community. It's larger than my country. It's larger than this globe. It's something that has access to all things and yet I can access it just because just by sitting still with it. Right. And there's like this really interesting thing that happens. You and I talked about this a little bit last night when I started practicing everything that I had ever learned academically came available, but available in a different way. Right. You know, we talked about the Bible and, and this moral translation it became available, and it's like whatever that power that's greater than us is said, oh, you have all the information. Right. You're just looking at it wrong. Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with whether you have enough information. You have information. You're just not seeing it right. Right. Or maybe not right's not the right word, but but let me. it's almost like I said, let me help you see it in a different manner. How about you? You're looking at it through the lens that have already been projected on you mm-hmm. and uh, versus – uh, you know, and I've talked about this in the past. The one thing that the church has taught me is how we box God in mm-hmm. versus God can't be boxed in. Mm-hmm. You know, our creator is much bigger than what we place him in and just let down the walls. Yeah. We've said it a lot of times. If it, if, if you have a God that you can understand, that's not God. That makes you God because right. you can understand the thing that you call God. Yep. Right. So, yeah, and, I, and one last thing on this subject, I think a practice that you have that you're saying takes you toward the divine also should also should be something that takes you toward self-love, right? right? Go back to episode one yeah. or two, I think it was two, but whatever that is, and we, we talked about this a little bit before we went on the air, if I get up in the morning, I have a yoga practice that is part of your spiritual practice. So you're saying, well, I'm going to do yoga to recenter my attention on my body over and over and over while I'm moving through these poses. Well, not only am I saying I'm using this moment 
to bring myself back to the present moment, I'm also saying I'm loving myself by I'm loving my body by letting it move, by letting it stretch, by opening it up. Yeah. When I meditate, I might say, well, I'm getting a mental health support. We know this scientifically now, right? We know that if I if I meditate, I learn how to put pause between my thoughts. Right. But then I'm also sitting in the presence of everything that there is and everything that is not at the same time in the form of just being with the present moment. Yeah. And, but so I'm getting benefit. I'm loving myself. When I get in the cold water, not only am I getting this dopamine release and inflammation leaves my body and I, you know, I feel better throughout the day. Not only do I get more mental clarity because as Franklin says, I can conquer anything now, you know, I've done this, but I also get this moment, this three minutes to where this container that I call my body gets so uncomfortable that only thing I can do is separate in my mind. And that takes me to this just being still spot where, you know, God is present. That's right. Yeah. Yep. So all those listening, uh, as we, Jason said it earlier, uh, there's three parts to us, mind, our body and our spirit. And we're, we are very advantageous about growing our minds, developing, taking care of our bodies or not taking care of our bodies, but we do reluctantly for some reason forget out the spirit part of us. And our challenge here is just to bring focus and intentionality to developing the spiritual part of you. Yeah, making time. Yeah. Make time to develop that spiritual part of your life. That's right. Yeah. So, hey, as you guys are listening to us, don't forget to like us on uh so you can do the Freeology podcast on Instagram and then, of course, Adventures in Recovery on Facebook and at Air Georgia on Instagram. Yep. And then for sure, subscribe to the podcast. That's right. Every on time that. you subscribe, helps out. That's right. Thank you. Have a good one, guys.